meal prep is only as stressful as you make it. And when done right, it actually alleviates a lot of stress during the week because you're not asking yourself every day, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. I am Megan Hardy and I am the founder of Fitness Uncharted. This is where we talk about mindset and strategies that will help you to build muscle, lose body fat, improve your metabolism, and leave you feeling confident and empowered. I am your host, Megan Hardy, and welcome back, guys, to episode number eight. And I want to jump into this episode talking about how to make meal prep simple, because I think this is something that a lot of us can easily get overwhelmed with. And we just kind of throw in the towel and we're like, nope, I'll just get DoorDash or I'll just get takeout or just do my usual frozen pizza because it can just get overwhelming with our busy lives. And I, first of all, just want to also say that I have not always been a meal prep pro or a meal prep connoisseur, if you will. Um, I do not enjoy cooking. I don't, I would rather just show up and eat the food. And I never knew how to cook until I learned. Um, and I actually blame my mom for this. Um, love you, mom, but I blame you because my mom is such an amazing cook. You guys, like there is not a single meal that she makes that is not just like decadent, delicious, like, uh, just drool, you know, when you smell it, she's an amazing cook. And so, you know, if you had a mom who was an amazing cook, you probably can relate. You were either one, the person or the child who followed in your mother's footsteps and learned how to cook and were right there alongside her in the kitchen. And now you're an amazing cook too. You're probably a chef or number two, you were the one that just showed up and ate the food and you have no idea how to cook. I was number two. So thank you, mom, for feeding my belly and providing such delicious meals. But I did not take the time to learn how to cook or follow in your footsteps. So there I was as an adult having to figure it out. Uh, so, But you know what I did, you guys? I, I was the second one. I was that second person. But I taught myself how to to cook and how to make cooking and meal prep super simple to help me with my nutrition goals at the same time as not being a slave to the kitchen because we all lead busy lives these days, right? Like whether you have kids or not, like whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you just work really long hours at work or you're on like shift work workers, we got a lot of nurses as clients up in here, you know, whatever your job is, whatever your occupation or your lifestyle, like most of us probably don't want to spend hours in the kitchen and we probably don't even have time to spend hours in the kitchen. Um, so it's like, how can we make meal prep simple and also cook to meet our nutrition and fitness goals as well? So that's what I want to bring you guys today are some tips and tricks that have helped me over the years to make this meal prep thing simple. And again, coming from the person who one doesn't care to cook, who two didn't know how to cook until like adulthood. And I had to figure it out. And three does not want to be in the kitchen for a long amount of time. So coming from this person, hopefully you have some takeaways from this that will help you on your meal prep journey. Uh, so first and foremost, guys, is make your breakfasts and your lunches super easy, like have those staple go-to breakfast and lunches. So, and those breakfast and lunch items that you're going to get at the grocery store. So have your oatmeal, your eggs, your egg whites, your protein powder, fruit and, and frozen fruit, um, some toast, avocado, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, like, and you can see in that list, there's plenty of 
fats, carbs, and protein, right? We've got Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, eggs, and egg whites. You've got your oats and toast and um, fruit and frozen fruit for carbs. You've got some avocado. You're probably cooking with some olive oil or something like that for fat, your healthy fats. Um, also you get fats, healthy fats in the eggs. So you're got, you have a well-rounded, you know, meal out of those food items, but then there's so many variations that you can make within those. So if you literally just go to the grocery store and get the bulk or several of those food items, you will have different variations you can make from that. So like you can make, you know, overnight oats with some, you know, oatmeal, um, some milk of choice, your protein powder and put some fruit in there. Um, you could do, you know, an open faced egg sandwich, um, using whatever toppings you want, but some egg, avocado toast, all that good stuff. You can make uh, so many variations of omelets. So you can make a super basic omelet like I do, which is just eggs and egg whites and salt and pepper. Um, or you can make, you know, put your favorite veggies in there or cheese or toppings, whatever. And you can make so many variations of that. You could do a a frozen fruit and protein powder smoothie. Um, I used to do this all the time as a staple. Um, you just have so many variations. You could do like eggs with fruit on the side, whatever you want, or if you need to switch it up throughout the week, just buying those staple items will give you so many options and variety right there. So, and like my go-to y'all every single day, because I like simplicity and I don't like to have to think about it. I literally every morning, it's an egg and egg white omelet with Greek yogurt or cottage cheese on top, probably some salsa on top of that for some more flavor flav and, and, or some yeast flakes on top of my Greek yogurt. Um, and yeast flakes are like, they have like a nutty cheesy flavor. Um, there can be like a cheese substitute, especially if you're a vegan or vegetarian trying to find, um, or I guess vegan, but if you're trying to find like a cheese substitute, they have kind of more cheesy flavor. Some people even substitute it in like Mac and cheese, but I sprinkle those bad boys on top. And it's also another source of protein and fiber. So that is my breakfast every morning along with, um, cold oats. I I'm a weird texture person, so I like things cold. So I do cold oats. I don't cook them. Um, and I put a scoop of protein powder and a scoop of collagen powder and milk in there and top it with some blueberries. And that is literally my broke breakfast every single morning. So keeping it simple and then on to lunches, have those staple lunch items. So first and foremost, make sure you have a protein for your lunches. So canned tuna is a really easy one and a very cost-effective option. Um, so you could make a tuna salad sandwich. You could also do an egg or chicken salad sandwich. So if you boil some eggs at the beginning of the week, dice them up, cut them up and add, I like to add Greek yogurt as the base along with whatever seasoning I like, or you could do the same thing to make chicken salad. So cut up some chicken. You could use like a rotisserie chicken if you're really crunched for time, or you can make chicken in like an instant pot also really easy, um, or cook it on the stovetop, whatever you prefer, dice that bad boy up and then add some Greek yogurt. I like to do everything bagel seasoning in there or any of your favorite flavorings and super easy have that with some whole grain bread or a piece of fruit. And there you go. You have some really easy lunches and you could, again, swap those things out if you are the person that needs variety, but have those really, really stupid, simple, easy breakfast and lunch options. And then the other thing to go along with lunches that I find really helpful is to make extra dinner from the previous nights. Use that for lunches the next day as well. So what you could do if you're already making like, uh, let's say it's a beef and broccoli meal, make enough to have leftovers so you can have it for lunch the next day. And then that way you, you know, don't get tired of having like a tuna salad sandwich every other day of the week. You can also incorporate some of your leftover dinner meals. Of course, that means, especially for those of you who have big families and a lot of mouths to feed, it makes 
means making even more. So you actually have enough for leftovers. But if you do have leftovers, that's a really great use of them too. turn that into a lunch food or even breakfast. No one, no one says that you have to eat breakfast food for breakfast. You could easily have a steak and sweet potato for breakfast if you want you guys. So make it super simple. Use extras from dinner the night before, but have those go-to breakfast and lunch options to on hand. Um, and then next tip is to pick one to two protein sources that you're going to cook in bulk for the week and pick one to two carb sources that you're going to cook in bulk for the week. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you are getting so much value out of it. If you are enjoying it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That way you get notified when future episodes are released. And that'll also help others hear the show who really need to hear it. So this could look like, and again, it depends on how much food you want to have on hand and how much variety you need. I am someone who doesn't need a ton of variety. So I'm probably just going to pick one protein option and one carb option for simplicity's sake. And so for instance, this could be like ground beef or ground chicken. Those are really good for, especially for you texture people who don't like like reheated meats or like reheated chicken in particular. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, gag. It's like so um, chewy and blah and tastes like the refrigerator. So if you're that person, ground beef and ground chicken is really great reheated. Um, you could also do ground Turkey, but I find some people are funny about that too. And I do find ground chicken is a little more delicious than, than ground Turkey personally. So pick one of those bulk it, bulk prep it on Sunday for the week ahead, you guys. And it seriously takes 10 minutes. If that to brown some meat in the pan on the stove, it is so easy, especially for you guys who don't like cooking or don't cook. This is the easiest protein that you could ever cook. So prep some, you know, ground beef or whatever, you know, if you want to grill chicken to have on hand for the week, whatever it is, prep one protein at the beginning of the week and then prep one carb. So if you could do like a, a root veggie would be a really great option here, like um, sweet potato or even white potato or purple potatoes, like butternut squash, any of those winter squashes, things like that. Those root vegetables are a really great option. Or you could even do like, um, a, you know, a whole grain or something in moderation. So maybe that's some rice or some quinoa, something like that. So for example's sake, maybe you're doing at the beginning of the week, you're cooking some ground beef and you're cooking some quinoa together. If you're cooking those, even at the same time, will probably not take you 20 minutes to cook that. And you could have that on hand for the week. And then that way, whether you need to use it for snacks, um, cause really snacks are just small meals. You guys, you, they don't have to be quote unquote snack food. It's just a small meal. That's all a snack is. Um, you could use that for snacks or you could also swap that out for some of your lunch meals. So again, if you're the person who's like, I don't want to have a chicken salad sandwich every day, then you now have this bulk prepped meat and carb that you can easily turn into some other dish, or you have leftovers from dinner the night before that you can incorporate into lunches. So like, for instance, if you have quinoa and ground beef on hand that you bulk prepped at the beginning of the week, throw those into a bowl, add some of your favorite seasoning or dressing, um, you know, add some feta cheese. If you want to make it Mediterranean, some feta cheese and some pepperoncini, like add a couple of things that you enjoy in there. And all of a sudden it's super flavorful and delicious. And you really didn't have to do any cooking. You just had to combine the, the food together that was already cooked. So super, super simple. And then along the snack line, if you need extra snacks, again, that bulk prepped food that you made, it can turn into a great snack. And then otherwise use leftovers that you have on hand as a snack. Again, it doesn't have to be actual snack food. It can just be a mini meal um, of what you've already made. 
or have things like boiled eggs is a really great one to have on hand for the week as a snack or some other protein source. So I would always say for your snacks, try to make sure you have your protein source, getting you like 25 to 30 grams of protein. Plus just add a piece of fruit. That's the, the easiest snack option right there. A piece of fruit or some veggies on the side, like easy peasy. There you go. You have a snack done that you didn't have to make, but it's whole fresh food, which is what we want. I'll tell you a lot of times um, during the week, what I do, I work from home. So I will oftentimes make an, another egg and egg white omelet, even though I had one for breakfast and I'll have a piece of fruit with that because it's just so simple and easy. If you're working corporate or working out of the home, something like that, you could easily have some boiled eggs on hand that you bring with you, bring some of your prepped beef, uh, ground beef that you have and a piece of fruit. That's a super easy snack right there. It doesn't have to be again, there's no, there's no qualifications on what a snack has to look like. Have a protein, have a carb, have some healthy fat in there and you're good to go. Um, and then last but not least dinner is how do we handle dinner? So I want you guys to have your staple dinner meals on hand on deck, ready to go. So, and put those staple dinner meals on rotation every two to three weeks. So ours, like, I'll just give you some examples of what me and Justin, my husband love, like we do steak and sweet potatoes probably once every two to three weeks. Um, we might put, throw some asparagus with that or some veggie, but we'll do steak and sweet potato because it's so easy. Again, that takes like 20 minutes. Uh, if you have an instant pot, cook your sweet potatoes in the instant pot. It takes 16 minutes, you guys. Um, but you know, so by the time the sweet potatoes are done, the steak is done, the asparagus is done in the stove. It's super easy and simple and we don't have to think about it. So when we don't know what to cook for the week, we'll just grab some steak and sweet potatoes. Um, also Greek bowls. We love a good Greek bowl and we literally just do chicken cooked on the stovetop. Um, we throw some, we do usually like quinoa or rice as the base. We'll throw that into a bowl along with the chicken and some lettuce or mixed greens in there. We'll do some pepperoncini, some feta cheese and some Greek seasoning and some extra virgin olive oil. Delicious. You guys, it's like a Chipotle, like Mediterranean or Greek version of Chipotle is so good. Um, and so that's something that we keep on rotation when we're like, what do we cook this week? And if we don't have to think about it and we're at the grocery store, like on a time crunch, we'll grab some of these staple menu dinner items. Um, and then beef and broccoli is another go-to of ours. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Grab some broccoli, grab some ground beef. We usually do liquid aminos or coconut aminos for flavoring and easy peasy. Again, another 20 minute dinner meal. That's what I'm all about. You guys is 30 minutes or less. That's my max 30 minutes in the kitchen for these meals. And I also like dinner meals that are like five ingredients or I, we'll, we'll say 10 ingredients or less, uh, super simple, you know, pantry staples, all that good stuff. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid kiss method. Um, and so this way you're not reinventing the wheel every week, but you don't get tired of eating the same thing every week either. So like I, myself, like I, again, I don't need too much variety. Like I don't mind eating the same breakfasts and lunches, but I do like to switch dinners up more so. So if you're someone who does get tired of the same foods, just put those staple food items or din dinner items on rotation less often and have more of those staple go-tos. So kind of create that list for yourself that you can swap out. So that way you're not reinventing the wheel and having to come up with fresh dinner ideas every single week. Cause that's exhausting. Uh, super, super exhausting. So now all that you have to come up with, if you have those couple of staple dinner meals that you're going to use this week, you should only have to come up with like one to three new dinner meals that you want to try. 
And you might be going like, wait, how is it only one to three? There's seven days in the week. And if I only have, you know, two or three staple dinner meals that I'm going to use, how is it only one to three other dinners? Well, what you're going to do if you want to try this hybrid model of meal prep that I like to do is you're just going to choose two to three dinners and bulk prep enough for two to three days. So that way you're not having to come up with seven different dinner ideas, or you're, you're not cooking seven nights of the week. So we do this hybrid meal prep where we will make enough food. Like on Monday, we'll usually cook enough food for Monday and Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we might cook enough food for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then, you know, again, set over the weekend might prep, or we might eat out just depends, but we're, we're picking a couple nights of the week that are the least busy for us to make enough food to have for multiple nights in a row. Because again, y'all, I don't like cooking particularly. I don't like being in the kitchen particularly. Um, So if I can cover a couple nights and not have to think about dinner a couple nights out of the week, I just have it in the fridge ready to go. That's my jam. So if you can do this, you're also not having to eat meal prep food that you made on Sunday for the whole week. Like, honestly, that kind of makes me want to gag. I know a lot of people love it, especially in the macro space, meal prepping for the whole week, like having your chicken and rice and broccoli, you know, meals ready to go in their containers at the beginning of the week, you'll eat the same thing Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday. That's not me, but if that's you, that's great too. Um, But this is kind of a nice uh, in the middle hybrid approach where you are still figuring out you guys at the beginning of the week, you're still going to the grocery store on Sunday or Saturday or Monday, whatever day you hit the grocery store with a plan in place. You know exactly what your meals are going to be for the week, but you don't have to actually prep them all at the beginning of the week. You can pick those couple of nights of the week that are less busy prep enough for a couple days at a time, but just make sure you have the plan in place at the beginning of the week. That's the important part. And just for my people who are like, okay, my, my not leftover fans, right? I know I have plenty of those talking from experience just with clients. I know there's plenty of them who are like not big leftover people. So I'm sure listening to this podcast, there are plenty of you who are like, nope, don't like the leftovers. So if that's you, couple things or couple tips that you can do. One, try meals that you can freeze and reheat. So try to find recipes or meals that would be good reheated, make enough to have for that night, freeze the rest and have it for next week or, you know, two or, you know, two weeks out, whatever it is, but try some of those kind of freezer friendly meals. And that way you're not having to throw away the leftovers. Um, and also that way, then the coming week, you'll benefit from the leftovers that you froze last week, right? So you can try that. Um, also, again, if you're trying this hybrid model of meal prep, you're really not eating le- leftovers for too many nights in a row. And like I said, especially if you're the person that's iffy about the texture of chick or ground meat, try or meat in general, try ground meat. So ground chicken or ground beef, something like that, that reheats better. Um, so, and then do also this hybrid model of meal prep. Cause I'm not going to lie. I am not someone like fish. I cannot do leftover fish too well. I could maybe do it for a second, the second day, 
but give me three days. And I'm like, I don't really want it. Um, so, you know, find a hybrid model of prepping your food that works for you. If you are kind of iffy with leftovers, or if you are a person that's doing like salmon one night and you don't want to eat it as leftovers, okay, well, maybe you have free time on Tuesday and Wednesday to cook. So maybe you do your salmon on Tuesday night and then you cook on Wednesday night, a ground beef or ground chicken that, you know, you can also eat for Thursday night when you aren't free or you have plans. So use this like hybrid model to work it into your week. And it it does mean that you have to schedule in the time. So like at the beginning of the week, along when you're grocery shopping, make sure you're looking at the week ahead at like, okay, I could cook this week on Tuesday and Thursday and Friday night, and then figure out your meals, how you want to kind of separate those out. Um, a couple of other things too, if you're a person who needs more variety or flavor, or, you know, need, you know, to keep things fresh, swap out the flavor. So like no one said that chicken or anything has to be boring. If your chicken is boring, you're doing it wrong. So like we love to try different flavorings on chicken, like make it fun. You use different seasonings and different sauces to jazz it up. Um, I think like hot sauce or, you know, you could do like tzatziki or like a Greek yogurt based sauce. There's so many different things. Go look up Greek yogurt uh, sauce recipes. And like, depending on whatever flavor profile you're going for, there's probably one using like Greek yogurt as a base, which is just going to get you some extra protein. So mustard, ketchup, any of those things are more calorie friendly, but if you are using other, you know, sauces and those kind of things, like just watch out for the calories because they do add up here. So use those, you know, to your advantage to flavor up your food, but also just different seasonings too, um, you know, and spices, use spices to your advantage as well. So get creative there and play around, have some fun with it. And then you can also have your staple spices on hand, like some taco seasoning or things like that, that, you know, especially if you're not as creative in the kitchen, you know, it's, it's going to be good. (laughs) So have some of those on hand, swap it out. Um, and then also if you're the person that's like, I don't like leftovers, like texture, rah, rah. And I'm not making fun of you because I'm kind of that person too. Like again, texture. I like my food cold most of the time. Um, but also just be honest with yourself. If you're someone who's like, I can't do the same meal, you know, two days in a row, like girl, homie, you can eat that pop tart two days in a row, or you can eat that donut two days in a row. So are you really telling me you can't eat the same food a couple days in a row? Or is it just the healthier options, you know, that you don't like multiple days in a row? So especially things like, you know, people are like, oh, I get so tired of eggs. Well, I'm like, switch up the flavoring of your eggs. Like there's so many different things you could do with eggs. You could make, you know, different variations of an egg omelet. You can make an open faced breakfast sandwich. You could put your Greek yogurt or cottage cheese and salsa on top. Like I do, you could make egg, like egg, what is, or what are they like egg McMuffin type of things? Um, you know, at the beginning of the week, prep, prep some egg muffins, so many different things you can do. So like really be honest with yourself. Like I think we can eat food more days in a row than we think. And we can also be more creative than we're being with that food. Um, So, and then also lastly too, like along with the meal prep conversation is change your mindset around meal prep. So like at some point in the week, you're going to have to think, what am I making for dinner tonight? So why not get ahead of the curve and plan it out at the beginning of the week, knowing that, okay, I don't have to actually prep everything right now on Sunday. Cause I don't really want to use four or five hours of my Sunday to prep food. You don't have to just think of the plan, plan it out. 
And then it actually alleviates that pain and stress of not knowing what you're going to eat the day of, which is really helpful. It's also going to ensure that you actually make healthy choices. And if you're someone who's tracking macros, it really helps there too. And speaking of that, if you are someone tracking your macros, but you want to do this more hybrid meal prep approach, then still pre-track your food or pre-track your meals at the beginning of the week. So what I mean is when you go grocery shopping on Sunday or you're, you know, writing out your grocery list, go ahead and pre-track it. So for the days ahead, go ahead and plug in what you're going to be eating each day. That way you can ensure that you're going to hit your macros. Even if you're not actually physically cooking the food right away, you know that you're going to hit your macros based off of that grocery list that you're about to go buy. Right. So that way you don't get to Thursday and you've already grocery shopped, but you didn't prep the food and you didn't pre-track it and you're way off of your macros, well, you kind of feel like you're screwed, right? So, or you have to go hit the grocery store um, if you have time for it. So avoid that by going ahead, pre-tracking. Again, this is one of those things. If you are someone tracking macros, you have to track at some point anyway. So why not get ahead of it instead of behind the ball, get ahead of the ball and go ahead and pre-track. And then you can ensure that you're going to hit those macro goals uh, for the week. So as always, I hope this helps. I hope that uh, simplify some of the meal prep and gives you a few of these like meal prep strategies a try uh, and let me know how it goes. If you are loving this podcast and this has been really helpful for you, please share this with a friend. Sharing is caring. And don't we all need like a little easier meal prep in our lives? Um, I know I do. And I'm always looking for fresh meal prep tips. So anyway, you guys, I until next time, I will see you later and make it an amazing, amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of The Muscle Makeover. I hope you're getting so much value out of it. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and share this podcast so we can reach more people and impact more lives. Also, take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your stories, and tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have a question or comment about the show, feel free to message me. My social media handles are in the show notes. Make it an amazing day, you guys. And remember, you are loved and you are worthy just as you are.